Okay, so let me give a, a little summary on the last year that we had in Shar HaYichod Ve'amunah. And this was the second shear in Perik Aleph. So in the first shear, he brought the Pasuk from Tehillim, La'ilam Hashem Dvorcha Nitzav Bashamayim, that Hashem's words are always in the heaven. And the Baal Shem Tev explains that those are the words with which Hashem created the heavens, which are the words Yehirakiya, there should be a heaven or a firmament, like it says in the Chumash, one of the Asar Mamoris. And the Baal Shem Tev explains that what, the, that what the Pasuk means is that Hashem didn't create the heaven once, and then the heaven just continues to exist on its own, but rather those words with which he created it are constantly there within the Shemayim, keeping it in existence, in creation. Like it says, Udvar Hashem that Hashem's words are everlasting and ever and constantly affect that creation that they did the first time. And he says that the same thing is not only with the heavens, but it's with all the Asarama Maris, all the ten utterances, that all of them are constantly creating and recreating everything that was created in the Sheshesumei Now, those Asarama Maris are only ten, ten specific creations. What about everything else in the world? So he says that's where we have the concept of letters in Olive Bays that are exchangeable in many different ways. Um, sometimes they're exchangeable, sometimes the gematria of letters connect, sometimes the siruf, the way they're put together, are changed. The point is that from those 22 letters of the Asar Mamaris, ultimately every word in Hebrew, every letter in Hebrew, comes in some form from them. So therefore, he takes, for example, a stone. The Hebrew letters of stone is Even, Aleph, Beis, Nun. They get their chayas in a variation from the Asar Mamaris, and that's what keeps the stone in existence. So the first ten creations, they're general creations, and therefore they get directly from the Asar Mamaris. And then all the other millions and billions of details of creation, they get their chayas through what's called hishtalshlus, which is a chain, as the letters change and are and 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 connect and, and reconnect in different ways in order to give the chayas to every individual creation. And this becomes the importance of the Hebrew name of everything. That the name, the Hebrew name of something, is very different than any other type of name. Any other type of name is just arbitrary. You know, table, shear. There's no connection between the word, the you know, the word table and an actual table. But when it comes to lashon kodesh, and for table the word is shulchan, and for shear the word is kisei, that's because the type of energy, the type of chayis that comes from Hashem to keep a table in existence, comes through the letters shin, lamid, ches, and nun. Versus the type of chayis that keeps a shear in existence comes from the words or the letters. Kof Samach Aleph, which is Kisei. And that's the concept of a name. That's why we find, and the Medrash tells us that the Malachim told Hashem initially, why are you creating Adam? Well, you know, man, physical man, what is he going to know? What's the significance of man? Says the Medrash, that when Adam Harishan was able to name all of the different animals, then the Malachim agreed that Adam is truly greater than them. The question is, what's so special about naming all the animals? Big deal. You pick out, you make up names. The answer is, Adam didn't just name the animals. He gave them their correct names, meaning he was able to see and understand what is the divine, the, the spiritual highest energy of every creation and every individual animal, and therefore he gave it its name. This is also what the Gemara says, Remeir Bodak Bishmo, the Remeir, when he saw a person's name, was able to tell you about the person. Because again, the letters of the Hebrew name is defines the type of spiritual energy that comes to this person. This is also the reason for something that we know, especially recently in our present situation, many times when a person is sick, so they'll add a name. 
because that adding of a name is adding more divine energy and spe- special type of divine energy, which will hopefully help to bring the refua, refua to this person. So that was the basic idea that we discussed, this concept of the highest of everything that has to be continuous, and it comes through the names, uh, the Hebrew name of every individual. One very quick last point, we discussed that this idea, he says that the Baal Shem Tov says that that's the meaning of the Pasuk, that Hashem's words are forever in heaven. The truth of the matter is that it's a medrash. And therefore the question is, why does the Tanya bring it in the name of the Baal Shem Tov um, if it's a medrash that says that that's the Pshat and the Pasuk? And we discussed different answers given. One of them is that the Alter Rebbe, the Balatanya, was trying to give here COVID to his teacher, his Rebbe, the Baal Shem Tov, really his Rebbe's Rebbe, his teacher's teacher, um, by p- putting him in the beginning of his Sefer Sharich at Vamuna, like we find by many G'dayli Yisrael, that would begin their Sefer with the name of a father or a teacher in order to give him COVID. Another idea was that the Baal Shem Tov didn't just teach this, but this was his statement that he lived with, that he talked about, that he taught, that he made a center point of his teachings, like the Mishnah Perkei says about Tanoim, Hu Hayo this was the special teaching that he would constantly teach. So this was a primary teaching of the Baal Shem Tev, this idea that everything in this world needs to constantly receive its highest, its energy from Hashem. And the initial Bria, the initial creation, is ongoing through those letters of the Asar Mamaris, as we explained.